0: Marissa Darling, and uh, she works at Allen Field Elementary, and she's under investigation, although she's still working. um, But she made comments against transgender people at an April rally. And the State Department of Public Instruction is investigating whether there are grounds to revoke her, can you believe this, educator license, Hmm. according to the attorneys. At, uh, she's represented by Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. And so at an April 23rd anti-trans rally in Madison, Darling walked up to a microphone outside of the Capitol, introduced her by herself by name and occupation, and drew cheers from the crowd as she derided transgender people, according to the video from the event. Not a single one of my students under my watch will ever, ever transition socially and medically. Although there were some curse words interspersed in between. She said, absolutely not. She went on to say, transgenderism. Mm -hmm. And another expletive. Oh. So, in a Journal Sentinel interview, she was still working at MPS and not threatened. Her job wasn't threatened, and she stood by her comments, saying she would use, not use the names or pronouns self-identified by transgender or non-binary binary students. Um, MPS spokesman Earl Arms said he couldn't comment on whether she was being investigated internally but only could confirm that she is currently a district employee. The district's work continues of building a welcoming and inclusive culture that embraces and respects all students, staff, and families and her remarks come as Republican lawmakers are hawking bills that would affect transgender students in Wisconsin and around the country. Um, school counselors, along with school social workers and school psychologists, are often on the anchor. Are often the anchor adults, the lifeline for students, especially trans and non-binary students. Most school counselors that I've worked with are often the people leading the charge to make sure schools are safe and affirming. Well, I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, I this, know, this always, affirming. It should always be safe. It should be affirming in the sense that they should be supported as far as encouraged to be self-sufficient, but not affirming in the sense that you're trying to influence their gender identity. That's, to me, not the school's role at all. But what I can't understand is why would somebody, even an educator, why would they get out in public cussing and swearing about what won't happen on their watch, you know, especially since they don't have the ability to control anything. Even if they felt that way, why express it in such a negative way? It doesn't make sense to me. It's well, like what why, people why do nowadays. Yeah, why that's create what, the controversy? That's so I mean silly. that's what
0: people do nowadays. Yeah. I mean it's nothing for them to curse and swear and and be you yeah. know, but but I I you know she, I I read the article I I looked further on the internet I wanted to see what she looked like um and what she stood for and so I guess I was on her side I mean not the way she presented it but I right. felt like I I'm on her side
1: with her stand, but I don't know how she did it and how she said it something to be desired. I mean, there's such a, there's a way to say anything and there's a time and place to say some things, but I think that she was just basically out of step. And something her,
0: her position is, is that, um, you know, she says that she hasn't had a lot of cases where she has had to refer to people in the third person. And if she, did have to refer them she said she would not use their self-identified names or pronouns now this is in an interview that that she gave with her attorney and she said students have not come to with her to talk with her about their identities or transitions but if they did she said they would direct them to, she would direct them to their families right and would follow a family's wishes for their child's transition name and
1: pronouns, not what the child well, that's who what she is should under have said age in public. <laughs> See, if she had said something like that in public, then I don't think there would be such a big uh, back, uh, whiplash or backlash. I mean, it wouldn't be so negative in the way they perceived it. it Just Okay, be. so
0: then I found this article where it says that this is sending a signal for people to be unkind to. Um, children who are who want to talk about that's not kind that's not that's
1: not being being unkind It's telling them that's out of my uh, purview i have no authority over what you would like to be as far as your gender talk with your family it
0: says that it sends a signal to not only students but families who might be looking for the school to provide support to their kiddos that they're not welcome in her office and they're seen as less than. No, but you know, this is what I, I would, think so. as a
1: parent, this is what I would take exception to. They're not qualified. I mean, it's almost like being a psychologist or a psychiatrist. You. You're not qualified to sit down and have that conversation with, with my child. You're so, probably going through crap yourself. That's what so I'm this
0: article, this article goes on to saying it, it sends a message to students that they don't have to be kind to their fellow classmates. It gives permission for other students or other adults to be particularly unkind and disrespectful. I I take
1: exception. It gives them the impression that they can stand up and tell another student, "I, I don't know. You know, that's beyond me. It gives them the option to be, and gives them the freedom to say, don't ask me because I don't know. But
0: as far as being unkind, I mean... I think both sides are unkind. Period. You know, right. it's like the way they present themselves. I mean, but it's it just seems if you're if you're for what the Bible says, you're unkind. If you're against what the Bible says, you're unkind. You right. just can't win for losing. It, right. You
1: know? it, right. And to and to tell the person the truth, or to tell them that. I can't make a comment on that because I'm not qualified. That's not being unkind. That's being truthful. To me, being unkind would be to try to give somebody advice and you don't know, what in the world are you are talking about? So um, I hope she wins her case. I hope she doesn't lose her
0: license. And I hope she
1: chooses a better way to deliver her message.
0: <laughs> right. Well, we'll get to that because I found some articles here that are just, I, I can't believe it. It's just appalling how people act. So here's an article from CBN News where the judge rules parents—this is from Wisconsin. Okay. Judge rules that parents have a right. Two families accuse a school district of helping kids change gender against their will. So there are two sets of Wisconsin parents that are suing the Kettle Moraine School District in Wales, Wisconsin— to challenge its policy that allows children to change their name and gender pronouns at school without parental consent. You know, it used to be that you couldn't do anything as a child unless your parents right. said it was okay or right. talked to the teacher or the principal or sent a note or, right. or something. But now you're bypassing right, the, the parent's authority. <laughs> as if they have a right.
1: You right, know, to so do they're, that. they're raising your children. But you're paying them.
0: <laughs> One of the couples in the case identified in the lawsuits as T F and D F were was forced to withdraw their twelve year old daughter from the district to protect her mental health and preserve their parental role.
1: Right. They alleged
0: the school district violated a constitutionally protected parental rights by using a male name and male pronouns to address their daughter. At school, without their consent and over their objections, talk
1: to about confusion. Mm-hmm.
0: And and what what higher
1: degree or right do they have than the parents? That's right. Um, and if they do, in what you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make any any sense to confuse a child. And
0: like so that. another couple joined the lawsuit against the district to make sure the same thing doesn't happen to their children. For you know, so. Um, The motion was denied, the motion to dismiss was denied, and the judge gave the school district 20 days to file an answer to the complaint. And here again, the parents are represented by the attorneys with the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty and Alliance Defending Freedom.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Parents' rights to direct the upbringing. Education and mental health treatment of their children is one of the most basic constitutional rights every parent holds dear. Yet we are seeing more and more school districts Try across the country home. not only ignoring parents' concerns, mm-hmm. but actively working against them. Right. For that reason, we are pleased that the court rejected the school district's request to throw out this case and instead recognize that the argument of our clients demonstrates a potential violation of their rights as parents to direct the upbringing of their child. Exactly. Because Kettle it's w- not
1: the school's responsibility. Kettle Moraine
0: should take this opportunity to change its policy, which violates the constitutionally protected rights of parents and isn't the be- in the best interest of children.
1: No, it's not. And, and it's called confusion. And confusion is a sin. So wherever you have confusion, the origin of that confusion is sin. And that's why nothing makes any sense. So you have people killing babies and grown men talking about their women and grown women talking about their men. It's stupid.
0: So CBN News reached out to the Kettle Moraine School District for a comment, and they had... um, they didn't hear back from them.
1: Of course not. They're going to say, well, we don't comment on ongoing you know, cases like this. We, they probably don't know what to say because they're guilty. That Our spirit. children
0: are in terrible, terrible trouble.
1: Right, and, and they're really in trouble Especially when you, when you in have public parents schools. when you have parents that don't take action. When you have parents that basically say, oh, well, and I would say, uh, the majority of the parents are like that. There are a lot of parents in the public school district that basically says, oh, well.
0: Right, they don't want to take an interest in their child's
1: Right. Right, It's too much responsibility They're busy doing other things, you know.
0: They give too much power to the, the right. school district.
1: Right, it's as if they want the government and the schools to raise their children.
0: Now, this article came from The Blaze, and I didn't know that Pizza Hut had a book club. And so, initially, I thought that that wasn't too bad. You know, the program for this Pizza Hut Book It, it's called, program started in 1984. The Camp Book It program provides children with a free pizza if they complete a monthly reading goal, Mm -hmm. which sounds good Mm -hmm. on the surface. Mm -hmm. But uh, Twitter... Revealed the libs of t- TikTok Twitter account. Revealed that Pizza Hut Book Club recommends that young children read books about drag queens. That's
1: yeah, so silly.
0: The book it website states this June we are celebrating Pride Month and the diversity of the LGBTQ plus community. These three books explore the uniqueness of every person, celebrate our individuality and encourage kids to see that what makes us different makes us special. So the pe- now that's not even bad, but it proposes this book club proposes that pre-K through third grade children read these. Which is simple, but this
1: okay now. So you
0: are like just barely in kindergarten, right? And the first, just
1: learning how to read, and the first thing you spell is transgender. Say, oh well, my child's genius. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they they want they want
0: the children to read the book Big Wig, and it says when a child dresses in drag to compete in a neighborhood costume competition, he becomes. B.B. Bedazzle. Mm-hmm. A key part of B.B. Bedazzle's ensemble is a wig called, what else, mm-hmm. Wig. Mm-hmm. Together they are unstoppable drag queen team. But wig feels inadequate compared to the other bigger wigs when wig flies off B.B.'s Bebe, head and goes from kid to kid instilling confidence and inspiring dreams in those who wear
1: her. But this is where I thought parents not not so much the six CEOs at uh Pizza Hut, parents should be monitoring what, what their read, children period. are reading what and they if, uh, it, what it, they do on social media right what they,
0: if they are on social media right and if you have
1: parents enough parents doing that, they will stop it because they will realize there's no progress being made in that direction because parents are protecting their children. It's when you get a lot of these silly parents you know who I don't know. You just never know what's going on in a person's mind unless the Lord this reveals it. This is so
0: contrary to the word. Right. All right, so here's another. Uh, for children pre-K through first grade, first grade, the Book it program advocates the book Be Amazing, a history of pride book. And it's about a boy who started attending drag shows at five years old and performed in a drag show in front of adults at a gay bar at age 11. That's the book. That's That's because it's
1: actually happening in real life. And and years ago, if you would take a child to a bar, put them up on stage, and let them uh, earn money, they would arrest you for child abuse. But now, they have this you young... You couldn't even go into a bar. Right. Goodness. Now they have these young children up there, these young boys, dressed as drag princesses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they're, they're throwing their money. They're teaching them to prostitute themselves, even at that young age. It's silly. Even even if it was a drag, if it was just taking your daughter up there and letting her strip for money, and she was underage, it's teaching them... To prostitute themselves. This is so
0: stupid. The more I read this article. So for kindergarten to third grade, the book is Pride, the Story of Harvey Milk and the Rainbow Flag. Mm -hmm. But it's um, a book that will help young readers understand pride and diversity as they learn about Harvey Malkin. There's and so it. much
1: more in life to learn about besides this ignorant stuff. I mean, they act as if the whole world revolves around their what about sexuality. His-
0: history? What yeah.
1: About- I mean, there's so much more important things. Teach them how to wire a light switch. You know, that that to me is, is more helpful. How to work well, anyway, a I'm drill. Not even,
0: I'm not even going <laughs> to read. Drive a nail. <laughs> anymore of the books that they are telling them to read. But Pizza Hut isn't the only one. Taco Bell is hosting multiple drag brunch events at restaurants around the United States this summer. Yeah, and if you eat at Taco Bell, it will to say something about you. <laughs> you wake got me,
1: Lord. So, Pizza Hut
0: is owned by Yum Y U M Brands, which is a Louisville-based restaurant conglomerate that operates more than 54,000 rest- restaurants in over 155 countries and territories and I'll bet you they're not in like Saudi Arabia no or, of
1: course not Britain. that's what they were saying the hypocrisy of these so called LBGDK uh, movements because they won't go into these countries which definitely oppose their agenda they won't do it they won't, they won't try to fly a, a gay pride uh, a flag not in no or whatever Muslim country no, no but
0: anyway Yum Brands owns KFC, Taco Bell
1: yeah, that's Pizza why. Hut. That's why.
0: And the CEO of Yum Brands I told, told the Wall Street Journal, "We're excited about working with the Biden administration and share the their goal to build back better."
1: It's it's a wicked administration. Build back better. What? And they can they can only stand so long. Well, here's the problem: if people stand with them, then when the Lord lowers the hammer, they're going to get caught. What are you building up? What are you? You're not right. building up these. You're no, making them weak and soft and You're, you're and causing the sin. And, That's the sin of Jezebel. You're trying to teach them how to get around God's word. You're making them uh, partake of your sins. And the thing about it, if people are gullible enough to do it, when the Lord punishes, here, they'll here, be punished another, right along with them.
0: Here's another article, the Christian Post. Uh, uh, from the Christian Post, uh, someone sent this to me. A California lawmaker. Um, made jokes about making Drag Queen 101 part of K-12 curriculum. A state, California state lawmaker has joked about the controversial Drag Queen story time trend, a requirement for the K-12 curriculum in schools, which was a response to a Texas legislature who wants to ban children from participating in or attending drag shows, someone with common sense, and then they want to make fun of it. So Senator Scott Weiner, who is openly gay and serves as chair of the California State Housing Committee and formerly chaired the California Legislative LGBTQ Caucus and represents San Francisco, tweeted a suggestion recently um, that um, we, should, we should make Drag Queen 101 part of the school but, curriculum. But
1: somebody should say, this. just. He putting, then
0: said after there was such a backlash, oh, this was just a joke. Yeah, this right. Joke. He said, no, you're a
1: joke. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's more to life than this nonsense. There's so much more to life than this nonsense. And parents need to wake up. Because they're going to end up messing up your children. And the only way I could think that they would allow their children to be exposed to this and not do anything, that they have to be messed up themselves. And in this
0: article that was sent to me, it's got a picture of a person dressed as a drag queen. Mm. And the drag queen story hour in Austin Public Library in Austin, Texas. And it's... He or she or it mm-hmm. is called Miss Kitty Litter. Uh, and I thought, no, that's appropriate. How appropriate.
1: Yeah. How it appropriate? should be misused kitty litter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, this, this is just all upside down. And then another article was sent to me about, boy, there's so much here. Um, this one is about LGBTQ flashcards. Showing a pregnant man, and it was used in a North Carolina classroom to teach preschoolers mm. about colors. Now, mm. how how can you do that? You, oh, I'm just teaching them about colors. But here, I'm going to show you a man that's pregnant.
1: Right, which <laughs> is a woman what that to do a disaster with colors growing a beard. You uh, know, I feel sorry for the baby. Oh my
0: goodness! Well, I'm the flashcards were used in Valentine. What, Wherever I
1: mean, my child was, I'd have to take them out of that place mm-hmm. because who in their right mind would allow them to come in to do this to preschoolers? That's what I'm saying. You know, that's, that's like somebody who how has... Can you
0: say, how can you say in good conscience that, oh, I'm just teaching them about colors? Because they have no
1: conscience. Seared with a hot iron. I'm just teaching them about mm-hmm. colors, that's all?
0: What are you talking about?
1: an excuse. Yes, what are right. you
0: talking about? I'm not doing anything wrong. But clearly the flashcards do not meet the standard for a preschool classroom. Mm -mm. Um, An online description of the Progress Pride Flag Rainbow Families cards says, These gorgeous custom-designed illustrations celebrate LGBT 2SQ+, families of diverse races, ages, sexualities, genders, and abilities. News of the flashcards was made public after the Senate Education Committee passed House Bill 755, titled "Parents' Bill of Rights." The bill would ban teaching of LGBTQ+ material in kindergarten through third grade, allow parents to review the subject matter in classrooms, it used in classrooms, and create a process for parents to object to any questionable material. And CBN. News reached out to House Speaker Moore and Representative Pari for more information, but obviously they did not respond to CBA. Right, because school should be
1: about teaching, you know, uh, reading, (laughs) writing, writing, not trying to get involved in your gender identity. That's not the purpose of school.
0: Here, so
1: see this flashcard, it says white. I'm
0: teaching them about white, the color white. Right, but
1: the color <laughs> white. There's a picture of a yeah a pregnant man. man. <laughs> right, so you associate white with pregnancies, now? Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's enough for today. <laughs> yes, praise the Lord and let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Proverbs twenty nine and sixteen. When the wicked are multiplied, transgression increase, but No matter how much the wicked are multiplied, no matter how much transgression increase, the righteous shall see their fall. Now, ain't God all right? God God is all right. right.
0: Praise the Lord. Last week's Food for Thought was, what did the Lord place as a boundary for the sea? And the answer is sand. And that answer can be found in Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 22, which reads, Fear ye not me, saith the Lord. Will ye not tremble at my presence, which have placed the sand for the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree that it cannot pass it? And though the waves thereof toss themselves, yet can they not prevail, though they roar, yet they Can they not pass over it? This week's food for thought is, why must we have our patience brought unto perfection? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.